Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. John Milton's Paradise Lost, Book 3, Lines 1 through 166. Hail, holy light, offspring of heaven firstborn, or of the eternal co eternal beam, may I express thee unblamed? Since God is light, and never but in unapproached light dwelt from eternity, dwelt then in thee, bright effluence of bright essence in create. Or hearst thou rather pure ethereal stream, whose fountain who shall tell? Before the sun, before the heavens thou wert, and at the voice of God, as with a mantle, didst invest the rising world of waters dark and deep, one from the void and formless infinite. Thee I revisit now with bolder wing, Escape the Stygian pool, though long detained in that obscure sojourn, while in my flight through utter and through middle darkness born, with other notes than to the Orphean lyre I sung of chaos and eternal night, taught by the heavenly muse to venture down the dark descent, and up to reascend, though hard and rare. Thee I revisit safe, and feel thy sovereign vital lamp, but thou revisitest not these eyes, that roll in vain to find thy piercing ray, and find no dawn. So thick a drop serene hath quenched their orbs, or dim suffusion veiled. Yet not the more cease I to wander, where the muses haunt, clear spring, or shady grove, or sunny hill, smit with the love of sacred song. But chief thee, Zion, and the flowery brooks beneath, that wash thy hallowed feet and warbling flow, nightly I visit. Nor sometimes forget, so were I equaled with them in renown, thy sovereign command, that man should find grace. Blind Thamyrus, and blind Maonides, and Tiresias, and Phineas, prophets old, then feed on thoughts that voluntary move harmonious numbers, as the wakeful bird sings darkling, and in shadiest covert hid tunes her nocturnal note. Thus with the year seasons return. But not to me returns day, or the sweet approach of even, or morn, or sight of vernal bloom, or summer's rose, or flocks, or herds, or human face divine, but cloud instead. And ever during dark surrounds me, from the cheerful ways of men cut off and for the book of knowledge fair presented with a universal blank of nature's works, to me expunged and raised, and wisdom at one entrance quite shut out. So much the rather thou, celestial light, shine inward, and the mind through all her powers irradiate. There plant eyes, all mist from thence purge and disperse, that I may see and tell of things invisible to mortal sight. Now had the Almighty Father from above, from the pure Empyrean where he sits high-throned above all height, bent down his eye, his own works and their works at once to view. About him, 
all the sanctities of heaven stood thick as stars, and from his sight received beatitude past utterance. On his right, the radiant image of his glory sat, his only Son. On earth, he first beheld our two first parents, yet the only two of mankind in the happy garden placed, reaping immortal fruits of joy and love, uninterrupted joy, unrivaled love, in blissful solitude. He then surveyed hell and the gulf between, and Satan there coasting the wall of heaven on this side night in the dun air sublime and ready now to stoop with wearied wings and willing feet on the bare outside of this world that seemed firm land embosomed, without firmament, uncertain which in ocean or in air, him God beholding from his prospect high, wherein past, present, future he beholds, thus to his only Son foreseeing, spake. Only begotten Son, Seest thou what rage transports our adversary, whom no bounds prescribe, no bars of hell, nor all the chains heaped on him there, nor yet the main abyss wide interrupt can hold? So bent he seems on desperate revenge, that shall redound upon his own rebellious head. And now, through all restraint broke loose, he wings his way not far off heaven in the precincts of light, directly towards the new created world, and man there placed, with purpose to assay if him by force he can destroy, or, worse, by some false guile pervert, and shall pervert, for man will hearken to his glozing lies, and easily transgress the sole command sole pledge of his obedience. So will fall he and his faithless progeny. Whose fault? Whose but his own? Ingrate, he had of me all he could have. I made him just and right, sufficient to have stood, though free to fall. Such I created all the ethereal powers and spirits, both them who stood and them who failed. Freely they stood who stood, and fell who fell. Not free, what proof could they have given sincere of true allegiance, constant faith or love, where only what they needs must do appeared, not what they would? What praise could they receive? What pleasure I from such obedience paid, when will and reason Reason also is choice, useless and vain, of freedom both despoiled, made passive both, had served necessity, not me? They, therefore, as to right belonged, so were created, nor can justly accuse their maker, or their making, or their fate as if predestination overruled their will disposed by absolute decree or high foreknowledge they themselves decreed their own revolt. Not I. If I foreknew, foreknowledge had no influence on their fault, which had no less proved certain unforeknown. So without least impulse or shadow of fate, 
or aught by me immutably foreseen, they trespass. Authors to themselves in all, both what they judge and what they choose, for so I formed them free, and free they must remain, till they enthrall themselves. I else must change their nature, and revoke the high decree unchangeable, eternal, which ordained their freedom. They themselves ordained their fall. The first sort by their own suggestion fell, self-tempted, self-depraved. Man falls, deceived by the other first. Man, therefore, shall find grace. The other, none. In mercy and justice both, through heaven and earth, so shall my glory excel. But mercy, first and last, shall brightest shine. Thus, while God spake, ambrosial fragrance filled all heaven, and in the blessed Spirit's elect, sense of new joy ineffable diffused. Beyond compare, the Son of God was seen most glorious. In Him all His Father shone substantially expressed, and in His face divine compassion visibly appeared. Love without end, and without measure grace which uttering, thus he to his father spake, O father, gracious was that word which closed thy sovereign command, that man should find grace, for which both heaven and earth shall high extol thy praises, with the innumerable sound of hymns and sacred songs, wherewith thy throne encompassed shall resound thee ever blessed, for should man finally be lost, should man, thy creature late so loved, thy youngest son, fall circumvented thus by fraud, though joined with his own folly? That be from thee far, that far be from thee, Father, who art judge of all things made, and judgest only right. Or shall the adversary thus obtain his end, and frustrate thine? Shall he fulfill his malice, and thy goodness bring to naught? or proud return, through to his heavier doom, yet with revenge accomplished, and to hell draw after him the whole race of mankind, by him corrupted? Or wilt thou thyself abolish thy creation, and unmake for him what for thy glory thou hast made? So should thy goodness and thy greatness both be questioned, and blasphemed without defense. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, t'will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right.